Welcome back to the Market to Online podcast, where we help new and not so new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. Welcome back, my friends. Here we are at episode 15. Almost four months of new content brought to you for one reason I care. I understand the struggle we all succumb to and the frustration of trying our best to make what should be simple work. Copywriting is one of those difficult subjects. I hope to do right by you in covering this huge topic. To cover the entire contents of the subject, copywriting would normally take a lot of time and space. And for a podcast with only four episodes to devote to the subject of copywriting, the material must be limited to the most crucial and only what will serve a new marketer wanting to succeed quickly. Therefore, I am instead going to devote six episodes to this subject. When confronted with the enormous amount of information to cover, it was easy for me to see that four episodes would be just the icing on the cake. Yes, even six episodes would never cover all a marketer should know. Which is why I will, from time to time, have individual pop-up episodes on targeted copywriting topics. Sort of like refresher training, so to speak. This is me trying to help you the best way possible. Will it be perfect? No. But I am sure it will be a huge help to those of you that really need it. So with that in mind, let's begin. But before I get started, I was looking over a recent newsletter I received from one of my mentors. Great guy though not really on the subject of copywriting, even though most everything we write is copywriting, it still describes what I think is the struggle we all have when we must start communicating with people through the written word. I'm only going to read the opening paragraphs, and I think you will understand why I wanted you to hear it. If I'm wrong, you can let me know. Okay, here it is. Some of the most challenging work we do as marketers are to distill our messaging down to the essential parts so that our value proposition is clear and precise for the people we seek to serve. We and our, in this context, is you and us, the creative work we all do as marketers and creative professionals. This can be a unified brand message, product sales messages, social media posts, emails, and the ads we write to lead people to our stuff like a trail of breadcrumbs. Getting to that point of perfect clarity is hard work. It reminds us of a quote attributed to Blair Pascal, who wrote, I would have written a shorter letter, but I did not have the time. Every business needs this skill, but the sad reality is that the majority of marketing messages suck, especially when they make first contact with cold prospects. It's one thing selling to people you who know, like, and trust us, 
Selling in this context can be very easy because a meh copy can convert just fine. But all bets are off when someone doesn't know us from Adam or Eve. Unclear meh copy will have us putting the champagne away for another day. Replacing the sound of popping corks with the chirp chirp of crickets. For many of us, writing world-class copy can feel like bleeding on the page. There's nothing easy about making a connection with a prospect who has no relationship with us. Moving their heart and mind with the words we write, then galvanizing them into action is one of the hardest things we do. This is why we have a process that's mostly turns bleeding on the page into sunshine and rainbows. End of quote. So today's podcast and the next five episodes are going to be dedicated to copywriting exclusively. When I started contemplating this series, I knew there would be a limit to what I could say, and yet what I do say must make a difference in your marketing immediately. Today we will cover a lot of information. You will need to keep coming back for each episode to gather all the good stuff. We'll be learning what copywriting is, what does it do for you, for your customers, and for your prospects. The following five episodes will concentrate on how it is used. This total of six episodes spanning six weeks will allow you to take what I can teach you in this series, help you live in your marketing, and provide you with the skills to make a difference in your business. Let's start with today's episode on Copywriting Basics. So, what is copywriting anyway? Well, John E. Kennedy, in 1904, said it was salesmanship in print. He could have not been more correct. For us, print can be extended to include not just paper and ink, but also web pages, videos, podcasts, social media updates, emails, and more. If you genuinely want to start your own business or create a second income stream, one of the first things I would recommend you learn is a basic skill of powerful copywriting. This is not some get-rich-quick scheme kind of wordsmithing. Not at all. This is a serious business skill that can provide you with a comfortable annual income for the rest of your life. You can run your business from anywhere. You could dream up promotions and campaigns, write the copy and put the plan into profit all on the same day or the next, depending on your speed. Or you can keep struggling along like most internet marketers and small business owners. That road leads to nowhere, nothing but crickets. You don't need to learn the new shiny object of the week system. And you don't need the latest, greatest website. 
You just need a skill that is valued and that has a power to give you leverage. The skill I recommend starting with is the ability to write persuasive copy. So to start, what is the primary purpose of any writing you may do online, whether in a blog post, an email, a sales letter, a landing page, or anything else? The answer? To get what you've written read, right? And your headline, subject line, or post title, what is its purpose? Well, the answer to that is to get the first sentence read. Direct marketer Joe Sugarman shared his secret to becoming a great copywriter. He said, Every element of copy has just one purpose, to get the first sentence read. And then he said, And the purpose of the first sentence is to get the second sentence read. He continued, and so on down that slippery slide that leads to your offer and then the sale. Many times we find ourselves so eager to arrive at our conclusion, the sale, that we forget that the essence of making a persuasive point or causing any action is how we get there. Step by step. So how do we get there? We must appreciate the specific techniques that apply to all the various elements of your strong copy. For example, we should know why a strong, compelling headline is critical. Why immediately focusing on the benefit to the reader is crucial. Why you must make a promise to the reader that you later fulfill. And why you must back up everything you said with extremely specific proof. If no one reads, all is lost. And the key to getting someone to read is one sentence at a time. It should be so compelling that they want to read the next sentence. How you say it is how you get there. To be or not to be? Now that's a question. The first six words of Hamlet's Act 3, Scene 1, Soliloquy, are without Doubt, the most famous line William Shakespeare ever wrote. It's also one of the most recognizable quotes in the English-speaking world. And not a single word over three letters long. The lesson? Keep it simple. Good copy is written in clear, concise, simple words that get your point across. It's conversational. So how do you write headlines at work? Well, your headline is the first and perhaps only impression you get to make on a prospective reader. Without a headline, post title, or email subject line that turns a skimmer into a reader, the rest of your words may as well not even exist. But a headline can do more than simply grab attention. 
A great headline can also communicate a full message to its intended audience, and it absolutely must lure your reader into the body of text. A compelling headline must promise some kind of benefit or reward for the reader in trade for their valuable time it takes to read more. In the Copywriter's Handbook, copywriter Bob Bly sets forth eight time-tested headline categories that compel action and rake in sales. I truly recommend that you get a copy and read the Copywriter's Handbook. Time-tested information for sure. Number one of eight. Direct headlines go straight to the heart of the matter without any attempt at cleverness. Bly gives the example of pure silk blouses 30% off as a headline that states the selling proposition directly. And a direct blog post title might read Free SEO Ebook. Number two. An indirect headline takes a more subtle approach. It uses curiosity to raise a question in the reader's mind, which the body copy answers. Often a double meaning is utilized, which is useful online. An article might have the headline, Fresh Bait Works Best, and yet have nothing to do with fishing, because it's actually about writing timely content that acts as link bait. Number three. A news headline is self-explanatory as long as the news itself is, well, news. A product announcement, an improved version, or even a content scoop can be the basis of a compelling news headline. Think, new virus takes over the world. Or, NASA to scan Venus for signs of life. Number four. The how-to headline is everywhere. Online and off. For one reason only. It works like a charm. Bly says, many advertising writers claim if you begin with the words how-to, you can't write a bad headline. An example would be, Well, of course, the beginning of this subject. How to write headlines at work. Number five. A question headline must do more than simply ask a question. It must be a question that, according to Bly, the reader can emphasize with and would like to see answered. He gives this example from Psychology Today. Do you close the bathroom door? even when you're the only one home? Another example used in internet marketing is who else wants to get rich online? Number six. The command headline boldly tells a prospect what he needs to do, such as Exxon's old put a tiger in your tank campaign. Bly indicates that the first word should be a strong verb demanding action such as subscribe to Market 2 Online today. Number 7. 
Another effective technique is called the reason why headline. Your body texts consist of a numbered list of product features or tips, which you then incorporate into the headline, such as 200 reasons why open source software beats Microsoft. It's not even necessary to include the words reason why. This technique is the underlying strategy behind blogger lists such as 8 Ways to Build Blog Traffic. And finally, number 8. We have the testimonial headline, which is highly effective because it presents outside proof that your offer has great value. This entails taking what someone else has said about you, your product or service, and using their actual words in your headline. Quotation marks let the reader know that they are reading a testimonial which will continue in the body copy. An example might be, I read, insert your blog, first thing each morning, admits Scarlett Johansson. Hey, we can dream, right? Next, let's take a look at why headlines are important. Every copywriter and every journalist knows the importance of a powerful headline and that awareness has now spilled into the business of blogs and online marketers. Despite that, many still underestimate just how important headlines are. So there are some quick facts and guidelines that can help you write even better headlines and let you know how you should focus on them. Well, there's a 50-50 rule of headlines. According to some of the best copywriters of all time, you should spend half of the entire time it takes to write a piece of persuasive content on the headline. So if you have a blog post that is really important to you or your business, one that really you really want people to read, you should downright obsess over your post title. Advertising legend David Ogilvy knew the power of headlines and how the headline literally determined whether the advertisement would get read. He rewrote this famous headline for an automobile advertisement 104 times. It ended up being, at 60 miles an hour, the only thing you hear in the new Rolls Royce is a ticking of a dashboard clock. And then there's the 80-20 rule of headlines. Here is some interesting statistics. On average, 8 out of every 10 people will read headline copy, but only 2 out of 10 will read the rest. This is the secret to the power of the headline, why it so highly determines the effectiveness of the entire piece. The better the headline the better your odds of beating the averages and getting what you've written read by a large percentage of people. Writing a great headline doesn't guarantee the success of your writing. The benefit conveyed in the headline still needs to be properly satisfied in the body copy, either with your content or your offer. But great body content with a bad headline or even marginal headline is doomed to go unread. So, how to write a great headline? 
The copywriting trainers at American Writers and Artists teach the four U's approach to writing headlines. Headlines, subheads, and bullets should include and be useful to the reader. Provide him with a sense of urgency and convey the idea that the main benefit is somehow unique and do all the above in an ultra-specific way. Copywriter Clayton Makepeace says to ask yourself six questions before you start to write your headline. Does your headline offer the reader a reward for reading? What specifics could you add to make your headline more intriguing and believable? Does your headline trigger a strong, actionable emotion the reader already has about the subject at hand? Does your headline present a proposition that will instantly get your prospect nodding his or her head? Could your headline benefit from the inclusion of a proposed transaction? Could you add an element of intrigue to drive the prospect into your opening copy? Make pieces six questions combined with the basic structure of the four U's provide an excellent framework for writing spectacular headlines. Note that just about any headline which satisfies the framework will fall into one of the eight categories you learned in the last section. It takes work and focus, but the effort will make you a more popular blogger, internet marketer, or copywriter for any type of business. And you'll be a more profitable business person as well. Well, we come to the end of today's session. I really hope that you've appreciated the information and listen to this over and over again. Get a notepad, take notes, write down specific information about all the information I've given you thus far. And I hope that you begin utilizing it in your online business starting right now. Thank you very much. No matter if you are new to online marketing or a struggling veteran, keep coming back, where you will learn how to develop your online strategies so you can achieve the success you desire. And hey, if you've not done so, please click on the subscribe button or inside the podcast app you're using, click follow so you'll not miss even one exciting episode. And while you're at it, why not go to market2online.com and see what resources we have available. You've been listening to the Market 2 Online podcast, where we help new and not-so-new creators reimagine their online strategies and finally live the life of their dreams. Thanks for listening.